Hello and welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. And this is our ongoing series of jazz vignettes. My name is Simon Whiteside. And my name is Nick Tomlin. And uh, these podcasts are hosted by the, the uh, website Buzzsprout. Um, and they're all there, all the previous podcasts we've done are there if you want to search for us on the Buzzsprout website. Um, so today we're looking at the question, when is a chord not a chord? Well, the answer, of course, is when it's a voicing. And this was a, a phrase used by an old teacher of mine um, to sort of, I suppose, to show the difference between a chord, which is a kind of an abstract thing, and a voicing, which is really how that chord is is realised on, on an actual instrument. Um, so really, a voicing, it, it just really refers to the way the notes um, can be organised but also, really, it's slightly affected by the instrument you're playing it on. So certain chords work particularly well on the piano, other chords work particularly well on the guitar, other voicings. Uh, Simon, do you have any thoughts about this? Yeah, I mean, we can't really speak for guitarists. They, they can have their own podcast. <laughs> uh, but as pianists, we have, uh, I suppose for me, as um, uh, an arranger as well, the the piano becomes a sort of map for arranging things so one thinks about how things will work in other instruments or single line instruments mm. more correctly in like five saxophones for example but i suppose really we're talking about voicing we're thinking about what if we see c7 on the page what do we play mm -hmm. so we could play this uh, that's got the c on the top and the other notes uh, that you mentioned um that constitute the, the concept of C7. Mm -hmm. But we could play that, for example. That's a different voicing. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there are ways of which one might distribute notes and add notes. So we could have um, more of a fourth-based system where the, the, the E is on the bottom there as the tritone. We've got a ninth in there. Uh, so we get a more open sound. And then maybe alterations. So similar there, but that's what one might play if one saw C7 altered. Or if you saw C7, because that's the great thing about being a jazz pianist. You can, you can change what you're playing um, uh, within the sort of parameters of, of chords. And of course there are certain rules which govern what work, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, general rules like generally you want kind of bigger intervals at the bottom smaller intervals at the top on the piano just because of the sonority of the piano um and then there are rules which kind of cross over cla with classical music things like avoiding doubling thirds um, and also things you have to include like um the third and the seventh the, the sort of rule is that you should always have a third and the seventh in the chord um interestingly though you can drop the roots can't you and you mm. can have such things as rootless voicings which are chords which omit the the root and because maybe another instrument maybe the bass is playing the the root yeah i think also um you get then once you know the rules you can bend or break them can't you yeah and um particularly in jazz um <laughs> i think the many many uh, piano players um uh, sort of bend the rules i mean an example i can think of is is thelonious monk um who you know uh, i mean one voicing uh, on the his tune straight no chaser for example um which begins with a um in this case a b flat 7 he plays this chord which is kind of breaks the rules because it doesn't have a third in it to begin with um that chord is basically just a b flat an a flat and a b natural so that's the root seventh and the flat nine but it actually it's very dissonant but it it 
All his voicings work really well on the piano and they really use the particular the sonority that the piano has. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, also, I suppose it's about how wide things are. I mean, one thing I really like for minor chords is that stack of fifths, mm. and that can resolve to mm -hmm. the dominant we were talking about, for example. I mean, there are, and there are lots and lots of ways that we can voice things. Yeah, and, and I think, like you say, that's the beauty of jazz is that, you, you know, it's like a palette. You can, do, you can choose which particular sort of colour you want to create. Well, that's it for today, so it's goodbye from me, Nick Tomlin. And goodbye from me, Simon Whiteside. <laughs>